Welcome to the Fantastic Magic Center. I'm Kent Cummins, and I'm going to share the real secrets of magic. Illusions, the big tricks, and there's probably no trick bigger than on April 8th, 1983, David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear. This trick made David famous. He was already getting famous, but this was amazing. It's an illusion that had never been done before. The method, as far as I know, was completely original, had never been used before. And it's probably an illusion that will never be done again. It was absolutely amazing. But that's not the illusion I want to talk to you about, because that's David's illusion. I want to talk about mine, because that same year, in October, I had, on a much smaller scale, an opportunity to create an illusion that I don't believe has ever been done before, the method was, as far as I know, completely original, never been used before, probably never again, and I doubt that this particular illusion will ever be done again. It wasn't the Statue of Liberty. It was just a live fir tree. But it appeared magically on the roof of the Le Mansion Hotel while the hotel was still under construction in Austin, Texas, in the fall of 1983. That's right, the same year that David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear. This is the background. There is a ceremony called the Topping Out Ceremony, a Scandinavian tradition, I believe. When a building is completed as far as its height, in other words, it's not going to get any bigger, it may not have walls, the hotel didn't have elevators yet, but the top of the building is completed. The workmen would go cut down a live cedar tree and put it up on top of the building. And everybody in the community could look and see, oh, there's a tree on top of the building. That means it's topped out. That means it's time to party. It's time to have a celebration. In 1983 in Austin, Texas, Austin was undergoing yet another building boom, another case in which they said that the city bird was the building crane. And literally, if you just stood outside anywhere downtown and looked around, you saw gigantic building cranes everywhere as buildings were being constructed. And that old view corridor to the Capitol was in great danger of being obliterated by so many big buildings. Remember, this is 1983. It's happening again. Austin is one of the megatrend cities, so if you read that book by Nesbitt, you know what I'm talking about. But back to the particular situation, the La Mancion Hotel, a property in San Antonio, was building an Austin location right on IH35, just north of the capital. They wanted it to be a publicity release. They wanted to make a big deal about the fact that they were topping out their building. The simple fact is it was not a big deal. Lots of buildings were topping out. Someone, apparently, in a meeting, a marketing meeting, said, what can we do? Someone who happened to know me and knew that I loved creating interesting illusions and events said, well, what if a magician was used. What if a magician were to make the tree appear by magic 
They thought that was a pretty clever idea, and they contacted me. Now, I was very, very busy. We were still running the sandwich shops in 1983. I had young children, a wife, a life, but I did do a lot of magic. So I met with them. They were willing to pay a fee that was bigger than anything I had ever received before. I said, sure, I'm a magician. David Copperfield could make the Statue of Liberty disappear. I can certainly make a tree appear. We signed the contract. And I went with my friend, Mike Winslet, who had another friend who was a genius at putting things together and building things. We started creating the method to make a live tree appear on top of a building under construction. Mike's friend said he would think about it. I began to get worried because I had signed a contract and there was quite a bit of money involved. So I started doing research in my library. I have dozens of books on how to create the big stuff, the big magic illusions, but I did not find anything that might be useful for this particular appearance of a tree on top of a building under construction. There wasn't anything like that in the books. So I went to my good friend and mentor, Fred Scott Donaldson, the great Scott. I told him what I was trying to do, and he said predictably, well, just make a giant square circle. A square circle is a trick which has a box, that's the square, and a tube, that's the circle. And you show each empty and then produce something out of it. In fact, I have closed my show with a small square circle for most of my performing life. But he was talking about building a really big one. And that was pretty much his answer to anything that he didn't know how to do. He would say, well, just build a square circle. It would have worked technically, but it wouldn't have been very amazing, honestly. Uh, because of all the props, the big props. Obviously, the tree would have to be hidden somehow in those props. And even if you didn't see it, it wouldn't be that amazing that all of a sudden it was there. So we continued studying. And believe it or not, sort of at the 11th hour, we came up with a method that was going to work. This is what it looked like. Let me start back when the event started. You see, the stairs had not been built yet, the elevators had not been installed yet, and so the only way that we could get up on top of the building was to stand in a gondola and have a crane, a gigantic crane, lift us up. That's the way my team got up to the top of the building to set everything up, and that's the way the spectators got up later on. We built a small stage, on the rooftop, right near the edge, there was no backdrop. You could see the highway and the skyline of the city of Austin in the background. And of course, people could walk all around it. It wasn't hidden or anything like that. We had two poles, one on each side near the front. There was a curtain which had the quadrifoil, which was the Lamancian logo. It was a black curtain with a silver Lamancian logo. That curtain had rings on each side that went over the poles on either side of the stage, and there were uh, ropes that would allow you to pull the curtain up and then let go and let the curtain fall again. So this is what the audience saw. They saw that 
empty stage, which they could walk around, look underneath, they could do whatever they wanted to. There was a mariachi band that played music. They had created drinks that had magical theme names. And uh, most of the people were dressed up, guys in suits and women in hose and heels. It was a big event. But, of course, it was on top of this building under construction. The good news is we had reasonably good weather, so it wasn't raining or insufferably hot. Of course, it was October, but it also wasn't insufferably cold. It doesn't snow much in Austin, Texas. The day was pretty well set, and the music and the food and the drinks. Then the mayor pro tem came up and made announcements, and the manager of the La Mansion Hotel came up and made announcements, and they said how marvelous it was going to be. And eventually they turned it over to the magician, the fantastic Kim Cummins. I did some of my magic that seemed appropriate, like the blooming bouquet and the botania, because these were tricks that used flowers. I was ultimately going to produce a tree. It made sense to me anyway. Of course, I was in cape and top hat because that's my traditional magician costume. At one point, I had two assistants. These were the younger daughters of Richard Slagle, another magician in the Austin area who also was a photographer. I think some of the photos from that event probably were taken by Rich Lowe Photography, Richard Slagle. His two daughters, teenagers, Lisa and Vanessa, one stood on each side and pulled the black curtain slowly up. There was a puff of smoke. They dropped the curtain, and there was a six-foot tree. I don't believe it myself, because there was no place for the tree to hide, and the audience was amazed, and so was the press. They showed a clip of it on the TV news that night. The Austin Business Journal on October 10, 1983, had a blurb entitled, Magical Topping. The tree appeared by magic. Kent Cummins, a magician par excellence, materialized the traditional tree at the top of the Lamancian Hotel, signaling the completion of the outside shell of the hotel. Just imagine the other business opportunities of Cummins' work. Yes, I am proud of that illusion. I can't tell you exactly how it was done because that would violate the magician's code, but it succeeded, and as far as I know, it's a completely original illusion accomplished by completely original means, one that's never been done before and may never be done again. I told you it was the largest fee that I had ever received for doing a magical event. Well, <laughs> that was true. And I only lost, I think, maybe about $100 because it cost me more to create that illusion than it did for my fee. Of course, I had to pay the photographer. I had to pay the inventor that put the materials together. I had to buy the curtain. I had to pay my assistants. And so it was a very expensive illusion. But on the other hand, it gave me excellent press. And this was in October of 1983. I became a full-time professional magician in January of 1986, just a few years later. So the same year that David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear, 
is the year that the fantastic Kent Cummins made a tree appear and a puff of smoke on top of a building still under construction. Magic is so much fun. I said that I couldn't tell you how the illusion was accomplished, but there was a piece in an article that Fred Scott Donaldson, the great Scott, wrote for the Linking Ring. It's a four-page article, but at the end, he actually talked about um, the, the problem of how the trick was done, and I love what he said. It's accurate, but it doesn't really tell you how the trick was done. Here's Fred. Like any professional magician, Kent won't tell how the trick was done. In discussing the presentation with him, however, I saw his list of expenses. Included were, among other things, one automobile shock absorber, two screen door closures, one garage door spring, and an air conditioner solenoid. You figure it out. There are many more stories, many more illusions to talk about. So, I hope I see you again, or hear you again, or that you hear me next episode. I'm Kent Cummins. Join us next time for more tales from the Fantastic Magic Center. And if you'd like even more information, well, join us on our website, fantasticmagiccenter.com.